It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Sunday, July 2nd, and we've got all kinds of NBA free agency news to talk about. And we got to talk about the biggest bitch on the planet, Elon Musk. We're going to talk about all that. As always, Jenkins and Jones hosted by Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. How's it going? LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's that, Bubba's? And uh, I'm Guardy B, a.k.a. Mike. Motherfucking Mother Mike. Fucking Mike. <laughs> Motherfucking <laughs> Mike. And we uh we 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 uh dad's gone, so we're staying up all night uh watching movies and playing video games. Jackson uh is on vacation, so we've got our cool uncle producer over uh tonight watching us, Josh Rodriguez, uh and that's that's the crew. What should we do with Jackson gone, guys? Bro, Jackson is what, twenty five going on vacation? Yeah. They got to go on vacation until like four years ago. <laughs> I just I just took the day off in 25, bro. You know, I took a week, took some days off. I'd have vacation money. Good for him, Jackson. Love to see it, baby. This is like the first time someone told you what a staycation was, and you were like, oh, that's what I thought vacation was. Yeah, I just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. Vacation was just not vac- going to work, not going somewhere. Right, 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 right. right. I thought that was for rich people. Yeah. You feel me? <laughs> I don't know uh, as far as regulars. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, um, look, I you know, we said it. We're a couple days in NBA free agency, all kind of news to break down. We are gonna get to that. But we have to start with Elon Musk, you musty raggedy bitch. <laughs> you, you oompa loompa body motherfucker. <laughs> Stop fucking up our hangout, bro. I, I don't give a fuck about free speech. I don't give a fuck about AI. It's just Twitter's just a place I hang out with my friends. Stop fucking it up. 
It's just it's, it's just a prime example of how rich people ruin every fucking thing. We were doing just fine without his weak ass until he came and bought this shit, and now he fucking shit up. Uh, uh, they saying he didn't pay his Google and, and his, his his Amazon Web Services bill. Is is, is that why they saying it was fucking up? It was yeah. He, he's stopping the service. He ain't fucking with it. They trying to get all the shit off it, and they're behind schedule. And I think he panicked yesterday. <laughs> and. Yeah, yeah, she and got up. She got weird and just lied. Yeah, lied to our fucking digital faces with the whole um, non-verified users only get six hundred <laughs> tweets to read a day. If you're verified, you get six thousand, whatever the fuck. Just, <laughs> just lying, bro. <laughs> He's a broke fucking liar. I hate that fucking guy. <laughs> 150 billion. I think was it 250 billion he's worth, and you still broke. That's crazy, dog. <laughs> And you still, bro, you operate like a college student, nigga. You know what I'm saying? You spent $44 billion on this, bro. You know what I mean? And you're, and you're fucking it up in ways that prevent people from being able to use the product. You know what I'm saying? Imagine being an advertiser, you know, and, 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 and being approached about, you know, using Twitter to advertise. The fuck? You know what I mean? It's just, it's, 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 it's crazy to see him operating this way, G. As a pro- With $44 billion worth of, you know, $44 billion product. Crazy. As a former prolific broke liar, I know a broke liar when I fucking see one. This man is me in the third semester of college having to just send that email like I got no options left except telling people my grandma died at this point, bro. Like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I done moved the deadline twice. <laughs> like, it's just sick, bro. You can't like how like John, how can you be? Worth two hundred fifty billion dollars and be broke, bro. It's just it's, <laughs> I, I, it doesn't make sense to me, dog. It's like an ancient Egyptian are, riddle. It's like this is right, like yeah. he's the answer to the riddle you have to, to to give to the Sphinx. You know what I mean? You're 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 so broke that you're damaging the product. You know what I'm saying? Long term to make it through the week, nigga. That was me with ten bucks to make it through five days, bro. You know what I mean? Like that was me in college, literally having 10 bucks, figuring out how that lasts, how I'm gonna last for the week. You know what I mean? Like crazy, crazy. Eating shit, I just might not necessarily be edible. I might have ate shit that week that it took time <laughs> off my life. You know what I mean? But I made it through the week, nigga. You ain't shit that's still in there right now. They're still in there right now. <laughs> that is Elon Musk, dog. You know what I mean? That is him. He is college sophomore broke. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. I, I I think anyone who has been paying attention to the way he's running Twitter, if you are ever one of those people who believe that rich people are inherently smart, I hope you're doing some fucking reevaluating now. Right? Like lots of rich people just have, you know, a couple great ideas that make them fucking millionaires or billionaires. And a lot of them are dumb as fuck, like we're seeing with Elon, right? Like he's just a fucking idiot. Um and I think another thing, another lesson that we can learn from this is that, you know, Elon, when he took over, he kind of you know, framed himself as like, you know, a centrist who was going to be there, you know, for both sides, for the right and the left. And no, the fuck he isn't. Just like with all centrists. You talk to a centrist, a self-described centrist long enough, you're going to see that motherfucker is right-leaning at best or a fucking deep right, alt-right motherfucker at worst, right? There's no such thing as a centrist. Like I said, you talk to a centrist long enough, they're going to reveal themselves to be right-wing. Just not like in 2023. Yeah, not in 2023. Maybe in the 80s and 90s it was some centrist, but this country is polarized over there and over there. Mm-hmm. And if you're standing in the middle, it's because you don't want to stand over there. 
but really you already standing over there. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you're a Republican without the nuts to say you're Republican. You're a baby dick Republican. You're That's what the centrist is, dog. You know what I'm saying? You you're a Republican with short strokes, okay? <laughs> Them Seattle's commercials are for you, my nigga. That's the centrist, dog. Fuck you mean. I we've had a bunch of people tweet at us uh about, you know, going over I know some people are going over to spill. Like it seems like all my black friends are going to spill, all my white friends are going to blue sky. I just want to put this out here right now. I am never going to any of these fucking apps. You could not pay me to go to these fucking apps. I'm on, like, Twitter's where all my shit is, bro. Like, that's where all my shit is. It's where my yeah. pictures are. It's where the only funny things I've ever said on the internet are. It's where my <laughs> friends are. If my friends go to a different app, I'm just going to have to talk to them in the real world. I am not going to go... <gasps> get at Gardabasio on fucking <laughs> on some other app and start over. There is no fucking world where that shit is happening, bro. Yeah, I don't. I you know I like, bro. People like I've told y'all so many times before. Just because I've tweeted fucking eight million times, that does not mean I'm a fucking social media motherfucker. Twitter is the only social media I've had, bro. I've had fucking MySpace and, and fucking Twitter. That's it. Those are the only fucking social media accounts I have ever had in my life, dog. I'm not going anywhere either, man. Like, once Twitter is done, I'm done. Fuck it. I'm already in Spill, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and it's beautiful over there. It looks like Tumblr. Like it's, it's like, it looks like Tumblr and MySpace a little bit. You know what I mean? But feels like Black Planet, dog. You know what I mean? Like, That's it's, a good pitch. It's, it's, you know what I mean? <laughs> Bro, the vibes, it's over there. I look at I looked at that, I'm like, this bitch prettier than a motherfucker, nigga. You know what I mean? I don't know how to use that motherfucker. I'm just over there tapping the buttons, <laughs> hoping one's kicking one's punch, you know what I mean? But, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's pretty at least, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I don't, but, like, you're just going to start over over there or you're just there? I mean, I might. Like, I might fuck it. I might fuck it. But I barely use Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I, you know what I mean? I barely use any of this shit. You feel me? So. I might, I might, I might drop a few off, see what people's doing, then not go get on for three months. That's how I'm, right, right. I'm gonna move like that over there. You know what I mean? All right, but. well, catch John every three months on spill. Right, right. Catch all three. I'll of be us. the only Lejethro Jenkins in these streets. That's yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And catch a, you know, catch all three of us on Twitter when the bill is paid and it's a functioning <laughs> service. The the last thing I want to say, someone tweeted this. I retweeted earlier today. Never talk about Elon Musk as a smart businessman again. He's intentionally throttling views on a platform that exists to sell ads. Like, that yeah, doesn't make crazy. any fucking sense. And that he and Jack both had the audacity to tweet some, like, he actually tweeted at Elon Musk, I lowered the view count because we all have an addiction to Twitter. Companies don't try and break your addiction to those companies. Fuck, hell no. That's but the like, biggest. Oh, that's the biggest pitch you can make to advertisers. People are addicted to this shit. You know, come in, come and post your ads and get some fucking traffic, right? Yes. Like what the fuck? They like, don't, that's why Tik. Don't, don't ever right. think that's a rich why, motherfucker cares about the well being of <laughs> of the masses. Are you fucking kidding me? Hell no. Fuck you, mean man. I mean that's 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 ridiculous, bro. Like that's like TikTok is TikTok because of that shit, bro. You know what I mean? Like that algorithm is so good, it's illegal, nigga. You know what I mean? I can't imagine somebody owning a company and worsening the algorithm. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like what type of sense does that make? That's a big ass lie. And I saw that fucking shit. My uh, in my one my uh my St. Louis group chat, they dropped it in, and I was like, I looked at the date because I'm like, is this 2023? He couldn't have just tweeted this shit. I was like, you know, best platforms and so and so in twenty twenty. Like, nigga, are you kidding me? Like, this nigga is running this shit into the ground, you know, crazy. 
Jack don't give a fuck though. He a billionaire. He good. He got his bread. You know what I mean? Jack Twib, yeah, but I was, uh, but I'm, I, I was, I'm still annoyed at Jack because he's like, of course, he, you know, like, I mean, it's ridiculous. He, it's, he, it's stupid, but he's Elon's, like, Elon's is one of his closest friends. He still tweets like out of straight cognitive. He's dissonance. friends with Elon. That's why he sold it to him, bro. But he's. Still, I thought he sold it to him because he said he because he he dropped his nuts on some forty four no, million dollars. He said shit. he thinks that he's the only way that Twitter will still exist. He thinks that Elon Musk is the only person with the brains and the money to save Twitter. That's what he fucking said. And he yesterday tweeted when the rate limit shit happened. He tweeted a picture of grass. Like, shut the fuck up, dog. Fuck <laughs> like, Jack. <shut> <laughs> <laughs> Jack. Jack can go to hell, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. E- Elon got his money from PayPal, right? Am I tripping? Is that how he got his bread initially? I know he's rich because his parents were in diamonds, but mm. I don't know. PayPal. He was involved in PayPal or eBay, like one of those. And then, but and like then, Tesla, he got it from like being a shark, right? I think like everything he's got after the initial. Right. Idea, he's an acquisition. He's got guy. it from being. Right. Yeah. Like. Where he like he's basically you know did what old homeboy did with Facebook where you know teamed up and then you know pushed everybody out. You feel me? Like you know he said a, he said a, he said some shit about the multiverse in 2019 and I everybody thinks he's a fucking genius. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like nigga, uh, we we were seeing it in real time. I don't want to hear that shit ever again. Fuck you, mean. All right, fuck you, Elon Musk. Fucking Elon Musty. Bitch. Elon Musty. <laughs> musty. You know bitch. he musty too. I swear to God, he looks like he he sweats saliva, nigga. <laughs> I swear to God. You know, there's like there's like that's the, I said that probably like four times, and I mean it with I'm, I'm I mean, Elon's a that's a he's a prototype for a saliva sweating ass nigga, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> Have y'all seen prehistoric? Build like a juice box. <laughs> Fuck that nigga. Go ahead. Have y'all seen Prehistoric Planet on Apple Plus? Um, I saw the first season. I haven't seen the new one. It's great, bro. It's it, it's it's the same as the first season. It's like Planet Earth, but with dinosaurs. You know what I mean? Mm. But we just saw watched this Swamps episode where it had a giant toad in it called the Devil Toad. This motherfucker. How big was, like, was he's it? He's like the size of like a German Shepherd. Hell oh, no. He, he looked exactly like Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> they got the exact same. They got the exact same face. And if you just think of Elon Musk's face, you could picture exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Right Toad face ass, motherfucker. <laughs> Bro, were you prehistoric toad face ass, motherfucker? <laughs> I knew more what the toad looked like when you said Elon Musk. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, as soon as you said it, yeah, the, you know, yeah, the, the toad had an Elon Musk face, if we're being completely honest. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. That's who they modeled the CG after. Um, all right, let's talk some basketball. It officially happened. Damian Lillard has requested a trade. Are you? I'm just happy that, that like something happened. That's I'm just happy that it was like not the back and forth, but that it happened. And theoretically, he'll end up on another team, possibly the Heat. We'll see. Heat have kind of been getting raided, so that would make sense based on what they've got available. Uh, what were your guys' thoughts on this officially taking place? I think like an hour after someone tweeted at us that like the media is trying to force Dame out of Portland, he would never leave. <laughs> Somebody tweeted that. Yeah, at, at at us, they're gonna wear that one between the eyes. That sucks. Was I was I was I in that shit? I, I think so. I don't know. Oh, I think God. it was one of the ones. I always the ones I always notice are the ones where they at all of us individually. Okay. Just okay. like damn, you really you went and knocked on three doors with that one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Glad I missed that. Jesus, um, but oh, yeah. What are what are your guys' thoughts on uh, on Dame requesting out and uh, you know where he ends up and what that means? 
about motherfucking time. I mean, we've been playing this little bullshit ass, you know, roundabout fucking, you know, public uh, statement game for fucking years it feels like now so i'm glad he finally you know said he wanted out um portland just he just wasn't going to get it done there he gave everything he had to that franchise like i think he's going to go down as the most beloved trailblazer ever it's time to move on time to go get that ring bro like like you know he <laughs> he's someone who, who who went from you know talking about how how players were chasing the grind you know by teaming up and all that to wanting to be on the yeah. team that just went to the finals right and we call that growth around here because that because that's the <laughs> motherfucking way you should kind of conduct this shit so yeah I'm not mad. At, I, I don't know. I did see. I mean, there is a statement that came out that said um, Portland is out of Miami. Like, like th- they're not trying to hear anything Miami says. Miami doesn't have the package they want. I don't know if that's the, Portland just, you know, like I said, you know, playing chess there or whatever reason. But if this shit gets ugly, if they don't send Dane where, where he wants to go, man, we're going to have to have a whole different discussion about that. And I don't know why a guy like Dame, you, you are the most loved player in that franchise's history. You're an all-NBA guy. Why the fuck you ain't get a no-trade clause in your shit, bro? I don't know why more players don't request that shit. I mean, that was my point. I mean, good for Dame or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, we'll see what happens. But how Portland was, like, saying, like, not, not fucking with Miami or every team is, is is opportunity. They're looking at all packages. Like, if you don't treat Dame the person – nobody's been more loyal than Dame in this generation, bro. You know what I mean? Like, who, who's been more loyal to the team? He's operating like it's 1990. You know what I mean? And this is a guy that you reward. I mean, nobody's going to go to Portland anyway. You feel me? How are you going to get a superstar to buy into going there? And you shit on the most beloved uh, uh, you know, player in, in Portland history. You feel me? So I, I don't know if they should move in that way. I mean, even if you get less of a package, I mean, y'all ain't going to be good anyway, my nigga. You feel me? Like, you know, it's, 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 shit ain't looking sweet. Y'all just gave, you know, Jeremy Grant a trillion dollars. And good for Jeremy. Good for Jeremy. Solid defensive player, solid basketball player. But when I saw that, I said, holy shit, well, I, that's a lot of money. I think Jeremy you know Grant saying? was the nail in the coffin. I mean, Dame said, it's now or never. Two days go and by, they signed Jeremy Grant for, for $160 million. Okay, Dame, like that's what the, that's what they got for you, bro. You know, that's the closest you can get to maxing somebody without maxing somebody. That's what they gave Jeremy Grant. You know, what I mean, as you said, that's what got, that's what they, you know, they got for you. And you, then you're gonna treat him in this way after he's given you every opportunity and every chance to try to make something happen. I don't. I don't that doesn't seem like a good play in the long, for the long run. Um, Seems feels like some Elon Musk shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> You know, I mean, you thinking about now, you fucking up your future. Yeah. Send Dame to Miami, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? I think I, I think it was Tyler who tweeted. I've seen so few tweets this weekend. But I think Tyler was tweeting about the Dame, how good that zero will look in the white on white. Hey, Ooh. hey, the, the, on, on that motherfucking the OG, the original Heat jersey, the red shit with the with the black block letters and the white outline. Yeah. And, and, that, and that zero, that shit would be hard, bro. Dame needs to get to Miami, man. Fuck what Portland's talking about. Yeah. You gonna cop? You copping a jersey? I might fuck with it. I might fuck yeah, with. Might, I might fuck with. I watch a lot of heat <laughs> games. I will tell you that. I mean, I love Dame. I just. It, I love Dame. Yes. I love Dame. It's been hard to watch him in Portland, knowing that there's no, you know, in the end they're gonna lose. Him with a team that's gonna be winning would be like must see TV. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah. It's just, it's just like, like, like so many players. Just, I feel like, I feel like the Jordan era is kind of the. It's, it's left such huge fingerprints on the NBA that a lot of players are like, well, you know. 
guys that in that era they didn't team up and form super teams. A few of them did, but but most of them didn't. But guys back then they should have joined super teams. They should have teamed up and jumped that nigga MJ because like there is no fucking honor in, in, in staying where you were while that motherfucker ran off six out of eight. Motherfucking Ewan and Reggie Miller and Mark Price, all y'all motherfuckers should have teamed up and jumped that nigga dog. Like there is no honor in what the fuck y'all did. Real shit. But it's crazy, too. You know that ass would come in your way, too, G. <laughs> so you might as well jump the nigga. Right. It ain't like you, it ain't like you can miss out on the ass one by not jumping in, right. nigga. You gonna get your ass whooped if you don't jump in. Right. Jump that right. nigga. He, went, he took everything from y'all niggas, bro. Exactly. You know, he was taking all-star MVPs from y'all <laughs> niggas, bro. You feel me? Exactly. You know, got, a, got a defensive player of the year just because, because I'm motherfucking MJ. Nigga, jump this nigga. He is beating all y'all ass, cuz. Fuck you, man. Because he damn Somebody out hey, He damn sure jumped them motherfuckers when he had the opportunity. He went and got Dennis Robin. He was first team all defense, leading you rebounding the league. He went you and got somebody me? to help jump y'all. Y'all should have jumped Shit. that motherfucker too, dog. Talk that nigga Pippin into taking four dollars a year, nigga. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you feel me? Fuck you, me. He was playing the game dirty, and y'all want to have honor? What did that get you, nigga? Nowhere. <laughs> should have jumped the nigga. Fuck it. <laughs> Shit. I would have loved to have seen David. Ain't no such thing as a fair fight around here, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you better grab some. Shit. I would love to see David Stern mean? basketball reasons Chris Paul cancel every single one of those moves on some. No, 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 no. The 90s will be Michael Jordan's decade. <laughs> fuck you, Carl Malone. You can stay right there in Utah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, fuck him. But everybody else, they should have did that thing. Um, all right. Jeez. It is officially the, the point in the season as a Lakers fan. Where I am watching. Thomas said they should have jumped that day. He's, he's they, they right. Should've. They absolutely should have. Hey, it was, it was just, it was just Patrick Ewan coming home to his mom's house with two black eyes year after right. year. And mom saying, what happened? And he said, I did the honorable thing. Bro, <laughs> he, he was putting hands and feet on them niggas, dog. Bro, no mercy. The motherfuckers in the fetal position. And he's stomping their ass out, nigga. And, and you talking about some honor, bitch? You better survive, motherfucker. Bro, call your cousins, nigga. You ain't got nigga Get Clyde Drexler over here, nigga. You know, Hakeem, help me out, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Goddamn. D-Rob, what you doing with your big ass over there just looking? Better help a nigga out, goddamn. I'm John Stockton. What can I do with this nigga? <laughs> we don't even know if Byron, Byron Russell's name is Byron O'Brien, nigga. We just... <laughs> he stopped the memory out, that motherfucker. Bro, somebody help, please. God damn. You guys know Brian Russell is wild sensitive about people accidentally calling him Byron. Are you aware of that? He should be. He should be. Because nobody knows. Well, he, so you know he went to he went to Long Beach State, so he's come back for a couple events and like boy, he gave someone someone called him Byron. He gave that man a death look like I have never seen. But it's tough I if the it. only two things people know about you are MJ hit the you know, his last game winner for the finals over you, and number two your wrong name. Those are the only two <laughs> things people know about you. M MJ push off like a motherfucker on you, and we do not care, dog. We do not he care, pushed that bro. man right on the knee, like the one spot right. you can get the you can send a motherfucker, goddamn dipsy doing over there, and we do not give a fuck, bro. It, it was an bro, iconic moment, bro. and we and you were just a footnote. I will show that to my daughter and say that's MJ's last play. Fuck you, mean. <laughs> Got Byron Russell the fuck out of there. <laughs> Poor Byron. 
<laughs> poor, poor Byron. By- poor alas, Byron. alas, poor Byron. <laughs> Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects easy. We've used Angie at my house. We had some work done. uh, We had some painting done. We're able to find a bunch of really qualified people with good rates through Angie and pick someone we're really happy with. It was super easy to use the app, super easy to connect with someone. We got the call right away, so we didn't have to sit around and wait. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installation, or cleaning. Angie has simplified finding help for home projects. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service projects from start to finish. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. As uh, Lakers fans, uh, it is the time of the season for watching uh, Cam Reddish and touring on Prince highlights and getting fired the fuck up and being overconfident and overselling ourselves. Uh, I like Cam, though. Cam ain't just got the. He just hasn't got the opportunity, I don't think. I like Cam. If he can stay healthy, the Lakers, we might see uh, something. Y'all ever see see that clip of of Ann Edwards when someone asked him who was the toughest guy he ever played in AAU? And he was like, Cam Reddish busting my ass. Y'all ever see that clip? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've Cam, seen Cam every clip guy. about Cam Reddish in the last year. NBA hours. players talk so highly about Cam Reddish. Yeah. Yeah. You feel me? So the Lakers, in the in the first couple of days of free agency, signed Gabe Vincent from the Heat. Big signing. Uh, completely caught me out of nowhere. I did not see that yeah. shit coming at all. They re-signed Reeves, Rui, and D'Lo. They signed Jackson Hayes. They signed Cam Reddish. They signed Torian Prince. Um, this looks like a much deeper, much younger L.A. team to me. I don't necessarily know about moving the needle in the Western Conference Finals of Finals, but I feel a lot better about what the regular season record looks like, given that it's sort of inevitable that Braun and AD are going to miss some time. 
I'm excited. I'm still excited to watch that team. I'm still confident that they get wins. And like you said, I love a team with a Cam Reddish. I'm excited about Jackson Hayes too. I love mm-hmm. having a couple young dudes who you feel like could flourish in an opportunity, especially because mm-hmm. the Lakers have been mm-hmm. really fucking good at picking those guys lately. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm Malik Monk. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I, I was gonna say, you, you know, their starting lineup right now is Gabe Vincent, Austin Reeves, Bron, Rui, and AD. That's mean. I, that is a starting lineup right there. Bro. I think they got D'Lo starting over Gabe. I don't care. Do I mean, either way, I, yeah. I mean, well, like it's just it's always funny, bro, because you can see the agents working. Uh, I think Woj broke the D'Lo signing, and he put in there because it comes from the agency, right? The Lakers have secured their starting point guard. <laughs> ah, okay. Well, yeah, there we have it. I guess. He so, is but the that might be, guard. but that, but that, but that might chess. be, but that might be agent spin because I think the yeah. Lakers may have said something about that position is going to be open one way or another. As a one-two punch, you like that a lot better than what we've seen. Yeah. You know, and, coming and, into last year. Yeah, and, 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 and as phenomenal as Gabe was uh, last postseason, he's still a bit of a question mark. We don't know if he's really that guy or just had a great postseason. So, you know, I can, I can see that, that, that position being up for grabs in camp. Well, yeah, like Malik, we've seen him, you know, develop good talent. Lonnie Walker, Malik Monk, guys that didn't really, you know, might be on their last contract and show out. Did we get did, – did, did Lonnie go anywhere yet? Or are we yes, still working yeah. on that? Lonnie went to Brooklyn, right, I think? Yes. Ah, good for him. He, what, what was the bag like? I think, I he, I think he just did one year, I think. Wasn't, wasn't it just a one-year really? No, he he, uh, he he got paid, and then Schroeder got like 20 – I want to say 26 Schroeder got 13 – I think I got 13 a year, which, is fine, which is, I think is his biggest contract he ever had, which is Lo- – was a one-year deal and the money wasn't public yeah. well, wow that's interesting i haven't said yeah, yeah i don't know why I thought, maybe I thought maybe, maybe lonnie's looking for more minutes to show because i because when lonnie played he was this, what the third leading he was right behind Bron and ad in points yeah yeah i mean the first game i think he had a 30 ball <laughs> you know i mean he was averaging in the a, in a, in a low 20s that's a that's a big bag that's more than he's going to get any you know if he gets, gets the opportunity to show that he can be a 20 point player again per, per game player you know what I mean? Then I, that's that's a big bag there, that's, and that's more than he'll be able to do with the Lakers. So, the, sure. the, so I get that, but I hate that we lost. The him. question with this team is, where do you think the ceiling is? Is this a team that can win an NBA championship with the with the additions and the changes of the roster that they made? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm still on the, I'm still going to be on that motherfucking um, hill that Bron and AD, if they're both healthier, they're both playing their best basketball. You got the right guys around them; they're, they're a championship team. Um, so yeah, I, I still think that you know they for sure have a shot at, at winning it all. But like I said, it comes down to Bron. You know, he's going to be fucking 39 this upcoming season. You know, AD Jeez. has been a question mark his whole career as, as far as health. So it's easier said than done, but we'll see how shit plays out. Also, the Nuggets lost Bruce Brown. Mm-hmm. That was a big player for them in the playoffs. He averaged like 12 or 14 during, throughout the season, but during the playoffs, he, he had averaged more. He stepped up, you know what I mean? Won some games for him. You know, had that great fourth quarter in the finals. You know, so like great player on both ends. I was hoping we got Bruce. I was really hoping we got Bruce. I know there was talks of it. We didn't have the bread. He for wasn't going to take you know, the pay and cut, and I respect. And that's good. And I, hey, respect, respect. He already got his chip. Yeah. He already got his chip. So I mean, I think the Nuggets are still the favorite. You feel me? But yeah. that Bruce Brown loss is going to hurt them. Uh, yeah. So like, I think we got and we and we got better. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I would agree that they're the favorite, but I think if you look at an NBA where both finals teams got worse. You, you could debate with Bruce Brown leaving how much worse the Nuggets got. But both teams got worse. 
you've got to feel good if you're the Lakers and you stand pat and add a couple nicer pieces. You know what I mean? I think if you're the Suns, you feel good about where 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 the uh, the West has gone so far. So um, yeah, I don't know, man. It'll be it'll it'll be interesting. Let's talk about the Suns. Um, we were among the people saying, you know, these guys were going to be having open tryouts and everything. <laughs> they 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 put something together to get Eric Gordon. I don't know that they have anything left to really get anyone, but they do now have multiple basketball players that people have heard of, <laughs> which is a nice <laughs> on the bench. Which is congratulations. <laughs> yeah, which is a nice starting point. Um, they did have some other signings, but what do you guys think of the Suns? Did they move the needle for you at all, or do you still think that the depth is going to be too big of an issue for an aging KD and the rest of that team to overcome? I think I think they did a decent job of filling out their roster way better than I thought they would be when they were op- holding open trials for Jabari Parker. No shots at Jabari Parker, but um, you know I, I still think that you know if if Eric Gordon is your best bench player in 2024, you know we've talk- we're talking about next postseason. I, I think that's a, a legitimate concern. I think that you know Eric Gordon is a baller, but I don't think that you know he can be a. Um, y- you you just need more depth in that. I do like the um the uh, the Utah Watson uh, Nube pickup. I think yes. that he's really really fucking good. Um, one of the best corner three uh shooters in the league. I think he shot like fifty percent last season on like two out of four um on, on like four attempts from three. You know, in just in sixteen minutes per game. So he was jacking that motherfucker up. You give him more minutes, you're gonna get more production out of that guy. So I like the, right, those right. pickups. And him and KD had crazy chemistry uh, together there too, which I'm sure will probably played a part in this. Um, so yeah, you know, like like I I, I love the Utah pickup. I love um you know the motherfucking Eric Gordon pickup, but but like I said, I just don't think it's enough. I still think Denver's the better team. I'm still taking – I think, you know, Jokic and, and Murray are still the best duo in the league. I'll still take them in a handicap match over that Phoenix big three. So, yeah, I, I, I still don't think this made Phoenix a, a championship team here. I think they got better but not good enough to win another game in that in that series. I think it's still a six-game series, you know what I mean, at best. You know what I mean? And and even though they, they got – they got better than I think they're better than they were last year, and I think they did a great job of filling out that that uh, that roster way better, like Tyler said, than I thought they would. But um, yeah, I still don't think it moves the needle at all, um, as far as you know how successful that team will be. They're not better than the Lakers, they're not better than the the Nuggets. So, um, when LeBron James signed with the Lakers, the number one reason I was excited, other than the prospect of getting to just watch him play for my favorite team, was it guaranteed a certain relevance to the Lakers. And if you pay attention to the whole NBA as we do, you're aware that there are teams like the Rockets where, you know, being a sort of laughing stock of, uh, you know, when they had Maury Harden, like that was really the height of the modern era for the Rockets. Because since then, it's like you go into tank mode and then you have an offseason where your big news is that you signed Fred Van Vliet for an enormous fucking amount of money. Uh, and then you pick Good for up Fred, though. I like seeing great him get his for bread. for Fred. I love seeing these people get their and bread. And Dylan Brooks uh, signed as well. Um, how much fun are Rockets fans having right now? <laughs> like, like you know, you, you, right, like, you tank with the hopes of, I guess, you know, you get, you get Wemby. You're like, okay, well, at least we got cap space going into free agency. <laughs> We're just gonna drop all of it on Fred Van Vliet, bro. <laughs> they were hoping to get Harden and end up getting Van. Van you know, I mean, they were hoping Van, to get you know, Wimby. That was the goal. They, they, were, they were hoping to get Wimby. I, I, I'm, I'm saying, like, after that ship sailed, they were thinking that Harden was gonna come back home. You know what I mean? Now you got Fred. I mean, and, and you got Dylan Brooks. You, you, like, bro. They gave eighty million dollars to Dylan Brooks. What fan? And we were we were we were seriously questioning because of how, what how big of a you know a, 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 a debacle last year where we like who's really gonna pick him up? 
Like who 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 thinks Dylan Brooks is a key for them to win? That is going to help them win ball games with with all this with all the bullshit that comes with Dylan. And he got what well, I think he was making seventeen last year. Yes. He's making more now. They just We're going to see more chest and more you know more chest now and more, <laughs> more bullshit. More Stone Cold you know? Steve Austin outfits. More, you feel me? <laughs> You know what I mean? Shorts, shorts hiked up higher. You know what I mean? More chest hair. I just—they uh, gave two hundred and ten million dollars to Fred Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks. Holy moly, guacamole! <laughs> but uh, that's a lot of fucking money. <laughs> that's hey. But yeah, that's but, a lot um, of bread. But but um y'all re- y'all remember when uh, Jalen Green went on the, went on the podcast piece uh, show with, with with Paul George and. Mm-hmm. And then Paul George, you know, had that discussion with him about Harder coming back. And Jalen was like, yo, I don't know if I'm really for it. Like, he's going to get in our way of, of development, basically. And and it's like now the Clippers are in on, on Harden. And it's like, Paul yeah. George, you, oh, you slide dog, you. <laughs> like, like it, it feels like he pulled a chess move right there on his fucking podcast. You know, showed that, the, that the, the you know, the, uh, the one of their young guys is not all in on Harden coming back. And now the Clippers are making a go at Harden, so. I just feel the thing with the Clippers is even if them getting hardened, like Kawhi just can't stay healthy. Yeah, they're not going anywhere he can't, without Kawhi. He can't. He can't go. You can't do shit without Kawhi. You know, PG. No, P, as good as PG is, like you know what I mean. Like one of the most skilled offensive players in the league. He talks about Kawhi like if like he said something like if Kawhi is missing shots, then you know we broke. You know what I mean? We can't hit shit if Kawhi is because he's because he's just so efficient. But he just can't stay healthy. You know, I think his, I think that knee is just cooked, bro. You know, his body's just hurt. So I mean, even with with Harden, they should be really good. I think they're giving up. They, they're, they're talking about giving up uh, who? Uh, Norm Powell, mm-hmm. like Norm, like you know what I'm saying? Like you know, that, that's that's. I mean, we saw you know, if 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 he if they give if Harden gives them the um uh the the, the same two games, two great games he he gave uh the the Boston Celtics. You feel me? Then they then then they probably get out of there uh, and be, and beat the Suns, you know, in that in that series. I think you feel me. Yeah. But um. But yeah, man. So, but it's still without Kawhi. How far are you really gonna go? Yeah. Also, you know, also you just yeah. plan to get beat by the Nuggets in the in the, in, in the series instead of the Suns getting beat. You I also want to count Miami out of the out of the Harden sweepstakes if they whiff on um Dame because you know as soon as they like Gabe and Struess walk, it was like okay, we see what they're doing here. You like they were like you know enough of this mid major ass basketball. <laughs> we we played last postseason. It's time to get another guy here, right? So. I I knew right then when they let those two guys walk that they were aiming at Dame or Harden. They're not trying to play the I mean, Saturday was, round of 32 at 9 a.m. anymore. You know what I mean? Hell no. <laughs> I mean, it was cute, but it's time to win. Yeah. You know, we've been, you know, it's been, it's been cute. It has been fun, but it hasn't, you know, been successful. Let's go ahead and get some get some guys that can get us a dub. Uh, Drake posted a comment on uh, <laughs> on the the, oh, the, the news about Fred Van Vliet going to the Rockets and said, my lookalike, the love is forever. Thank you for your character and your contributions over the years. The city will never forget. Good luck with everything on the Guangdong Dragons. I mean the Rockets. And Fred Van Vliet responded, relax. <laughs> Drake funny as fuck, man. Like, like that, that, that comment was kind of like everything that's good about Drake. Heartfelt, you know, re- appreciation, him showing love and clowning at the same time. Like, right, like just, just perfect Drake right there. Honestly, that's your favorite friend. The nigga's gonna tell you some shit that make you, you know, your eyes water, <laughs> and then clown your ass and make you laugh yeah. at yourself too. You feel me? Hell yeah. John Nichols, 
Uh, All right, let's talk about the Memphis Grizzlies uh, hiring Derrick Rose as a babysitter for John Morant. Um, That is purely what this is, right? That's just straight up, like, if he's an assistant coach, John might not listen to him, but if he's on the team, maybe he'll listen to him. Is Is this purely a, like, development hopefully that you know he provides some mentorship and everything else is that is that all this move is yeah yeah there there's that and then there's there's also you know um so so much of their moves have been bro we don't have job for 25 games this season right like that's why they went and got Marcus Smart you know uh yeah. Rose is going to be his backup and you know I don't know how much of a mentor Rose can be cuz the motherfucker doesn't talk <laughs> you know what I'm saying he's a real quiet reserved dude but, um, you, you know, I, I, I do think that they are trying to get some leadership in there, especially with a guy like Marcus Smart. And, and I guess Rose, you just got to follow by example with that quiet motherfucker. So I don't know. Also, Rose has had his issues as well. Yeah, there's that too. That's why when he got signed and everyone was like, he's a babysitter. I was like, well, I mean, I guess a babysitter who's on his phone all night is still a babysitter. But, like, <laughs> it's, it's not, not who I'm hiring to watch my kids. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. Um, all right. Uh, uh, I have some comments. I'm going to keep them to yeah, myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's probably a good idea. Chris Middleton uh, re-signed with the Bucks. Tyler pointed out he timed that contract uh, up with Giannis, which is a smart move. And then the Kyrie Irving sweepstakes uh, over before it began as he re-signed with the Mavs. Uh, either of those moves surprise you guys? Um, I saw Chris, you know, sign for three years. I was like, three years, that's a weird number. Then I went and checked Giannis's when Giannis's deals. I was like, oh, okay. I see, I see the vision here. But um, you know, the Bucks got um Chris back, you know, they got Lopez back. So, you know, I, I think they're still in it because, you know, as as long as they've got those four there, Giannis, Drew, Chris, Lopez, I think they've got a shot to 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 win a championship. So good for them. Um with 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 Kyrie though, like this dude was he said he was gonna take meetings with the fucking um sons. I was like, for what? Sons. I, I was right. I was like, where y'all gonna meet at? Chili's like what are y'all gonna talk about, bro? They don't have to no right? <laughs> right? Get some get some two for ten appetizers or some shit. Some baby back ribs, nigga. Right. <laughs> some the fucking fuck? baked skins with the bacon bits. But you, uh you know what I mean? Which, but yeah, I, I mean I mean I I, I felt like if you you know the whole Kyrie shit when he went to Dallas. I honestly didn't think he was going to resign because I thought there was going to be a bit of a market out there for him, and there wasn't. Like, and he saw that too. So, so I, 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 I guess also, we, we you, you know we, we get a full season Kyrie and Luca. That's as a, an incredible duo. You know, if, if 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 they can get shit together, but you know, the defense is that that those two give up. Luca's going to have to take some steps because I don't think Kyrie's ever going to be a good defense. Well, you know, a, a great defender. Luca still might. He's still young. He still, you know, can can be a solid defender. But he got to learn to put that tree trunk under their belt now. He's got to yeah. learn to put that tree trunk on people, bro. Like yeah. he's big just enough. Lean yeah, just, just lean on him. Just put your body on him, bro. bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You a big boy, man. Lean on somebody. I mean, I, I mean, I wasn't. I'm not really surprised. I mean, I, I I couldn't imagine Chris in another jersey. You know what I'm saying? I could imagine him playing with alongside. I think Chris. After that three years, he might be like, bro, I'm, I'm trying to decide if I want to play basketball yeah. anymore after yeah. this. Three, you know y- Giannis I mean? has hinted at, at Chris is going to retire early. Like he said, they've had those conversations. You feel me? So yeah. that's how that's what that's the vibes I'm getting from Chris. But uh, I mean, I, I feel at this point, Kyrie is just a vibes basketball player. You know what I mean? He's just out there to do cute shit. And and the cute shit is incredible. I'm going to tap in to watch them get smoked by 20. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so, yeah. I watch a few of them games on uh, what was it, NBA? You know NBA because yeah. it won't it won't be on it won't it won't be on uh the masses won't be able to watch them. You feel <laughs> we'll me? get some we'll get some Mavs Suns <laughs> games. Stink. We'll get a couple maybe Mavs, Suns games. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, we'll get a couple of them, but they're gonna yeah. they're, they're gonna stink. Yes. They're gonna stink. They're gonna stink. 
Um, okay, last uh, big move I think we didn't talk about. Uh, a lot of speculation here and elsewhere about the fate of Draymond Green. He got a four-year, $100 million contract uh, with the Warriors. Fourth year is a player option. Um, I think we, this is where we all felt this would land, right? He would, yeah. you know, maybe explore or whatever. But Mike Dunleavy would have to have some titanium fucking nuts to offload, to, to let a player of that emotional significance that fan base walk a month into his tenure as GM. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, if, if one of his first moves as a GM was getting rid of Draymond Green, like you're fighting an uphill battle the rest of your career, bro. Like you better have made that shit work. But I think once, um, you know, Jordan Poole got traded, I think we all knew mm-hmm. that, 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 you know, the rip was coming. It was like, they were like, you know, fuck the future. Fuck, you know, trying to, um, um you know, plan for the future. We got about two more, three more years of prime stuff. We need to lock in on that. Right. Like that's the approach they're taking now. So yeah, what was a surprise at all at that? The Draymond payday from Golden State. I was surprised at the pool situation. Yeah, you know, I'm but not that pool shit blindsided the fuck that, out of me. Yeah, not surprised that they moved him because if you get the opportunity to move him, I think they should have. I'm just surprised somebody was willing to take them, take him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, after we after we saw that move, we knew what time it was, and good for him, man. Like we've talked shit. I, yeah, I've, I've never rooted for them motherfuckers a day in my life. But good for Draymond. Glad he got his bread. And it would, like I said, I would have been physically repulsed. You know, seeing him in a jersey outside of that Golden State Warriors. <laughs> seeing jersey. Draymond in a Black. Charlotte jersey. What the fuck? Draymond, is that? Come Draymond on, man. Let that man retire there. Yeah, he yeah. deserves to retire there, bro. <laughs> All three of them. Let them, you know, obviously Steph will, but Clay too, man. Get that man his bread. All right, uh, that's all the time we got. Um, shout out to John's mom again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she says she listens to every single. <laughs> She's God. our most dedicated listener from Ma- our day Ma- one. Mama Nichols. Ma- Mama Nichols getting a shout out for the as long as the pod's on the air from now on. But um, <laughs> we the schedule is going to be shifted up a little bit. We will be recording live on Wednesday, and then I think we may not have a Saturday episode because we are going to. Drum roll. Las Vegas for the Hell summer yeah. league. We'll be doing a uh, live Jenkins and Jones record uh, sometime, I think, Monday. Not the day you're listening to this, Monday the 3rd, but Monday the 10th. Uh, we'll be out there uh, in Vegas with the families having a little. The boys are back in town. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. But it, it's the vibes. It's yeah, the that's vibes the vibes that translate. Yes, it's not our town. I mean? We are not back. Yeah, but, not at but all. Those are the not vibes. at all. But those are the vibes. Those are the vibes. All right. So we'll see y'all on Wednesday. And then, like I said, we'll be uh, in Vegas after that. We'll catch y'all then. Bye. 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 It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.